everybody. Welcome to the Vox Podcast. My name is Tim Stafford. I am the producer here at the podcast. Uh, I'm just popping in one more time, one last little time here to say, uh, just to give you some context on what it is that you're about to listen to, just in case you missed the last few episodes and or if you are new to the podcast, which if you are, let me be the first one to say welcome and uh, that we hope you'll stick around, that you'll jump on this uh, this crazy ride with us. So, uh, w- w- what we've been doing this month is a, is a series of mini episodes. Mike gets a ton of emails in asking questions, asking for clarifications, pushing back on something, just a myriad of different topics. Uh, uh, And so from time to time, we like to get together and just dig into the mailbag and, and discuss some of the questions that come in, especially if there are some themes that seem to have popped up. So the month of October, the three of us, Mike Erie, Bonnie Lewis, and myself, were all down in Orange County for an event and, um, we thought while we were all together for the first time in the same place, because if you don't know, we record this podcast in three different locations at one time. Uh, I'm out here in California. Mike is in Columbus, Ohio, and Bonnie Lewis is in Austin, Texas. So we do like a video chat kind of thing. That's how we record these podcasts. Just uh, talking to each other over little video screens. And so uh, we were all hanging out in the same place. We thought, let's do this face to face to face and while we do that we've also brought in a video crew to film it and uh so we could create some video content for our brand new youtube channel still got that new car smell you can uh check it out we'll put the the link in our instagram bio and uh on and uh, we'll link it on facebook as well instagram is just at vox podcast uh, and uh, you can tune in there and you can see our smiling faces as we uh, hang out in a room together and, and uh, have these conversations. So this is the fifth mini episode uh, that we've been running through the month of December and, and a little overlap into January uh, dealing with listener questions, answering some listener questions, discussing some listener questions. So just wanted to give you guys some context because it's been a little bit different and let you know that the YouTube channel is there. Um, also, just to say, hey again uh how thankful we are for this community it's become such a cool thing to see for us uh people from all over the world that are tuning in uh interacting on facebook facebook's become a really cool place for uh listeners of the podcast to just kind of um have their own conversations and uh and discuss different things that are going on in the cultural moment um it's been very encouraging for us it's a very cool thing It's, it's a rad community that we uh that we're, we're, we're super excited and proud to be a part of. Also want to say thank you for uh, sharing and liking and subscribing to the podcast and for also doing that now on the YouTube channel. Um, every time you guys tune in and you like it or you leave a review or rating, it helps us uh, out tremendously. So thank you uh, for doing that. And thank you so much for those of you who support us through Patreon and through Tithely, because uh, the Vox podcast is completely listener-supported, so um, that's pretty rad in and of itself. All right. One more thing. Last episode, I mentioned this, and I just wanted to reiterate it, that uh, we uh, uh, 
people have been interested in, we, we've talked about it a few times now, but people are interested in starting micro communities. And in uh, and, and real short, what those are is uh, people meeting in homes and um, eating meals together and discussing um, topics, discussing things maybe from the podcast or discussing uh, things that are more relevant to where you are and what you're going through. And the micro communities are kind of a physical, tangible um, offshoot of the podcast itself, meaning that uh, they are founded on the same tenets of creating a safe place for people to come and to ask questions, hard questions, have hard conversations, to be in process together. Um, to you know, folks coming together with that may not agree theologically on different issues, but uh, can agree that Jesus is who he says he was and uh, is who he says he is and uh, um, and uh, break bread together and, and have these conversations and kind of be in each other's lives. And we've been doing one in my town. I've been hosting one, my wife and I, for, uh, for a few months, and it's been pretty cool. And uh, so there's been a lot of interest from people uh, all over the United States, well, not, not just the United States, all over the world, actually, uh, emailing in, asking about how to start one of these or how to join one if there is one going in the area already. So last ep- episode I posted on Facebook, I asked if you are interested in being a part of one of these or if you're interested in hosting one of these in your home to send me an email at tim at voxpodcast.com. And, uh, and I'll add you to the list that I'm putting together. And then um, hopefully we're going to try to get everybody connected together. We're trying to figure out the best way to do that still. But um, well, I've gotten a ton of emails just since we re-announced that again. A lot of people that are interested in doing this. There's a ton of people in Plano, Texas. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce that. But uh, I, I, got, I got you guys all grouped together and I'll, and I'll make contact with you. Pretty cool. Awesome stuff. You guys are pretty cool. All right. Here we go. This is the last mini episode of this little crop. Mike Erie, Bonnie Lewis, and me. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, everybody. A very giggly Bonnie and Tim, joined by yours truly here at the Avox Podcast. Oh, dang. Straight from Gold Pacific Studios. Um, we are here, and Tim, I, I first of all, if um, we're launching YouTube, so you're probably sick of me saying that, but if you're watching it, let me give you, if you're not, let me give you reasons why you want to watch it. A, Tim is in his tweed freaking jacket with elbow yeah. patches. If you want to say, hey, oh, captain, my captain, oh. this is where you go. English, t- Tim, tell us a little that bit about- That punches me right in the tear ducts. I know, right? Every time. Because you're, you're yeah, a professor time. of English. It's true. And what better outfit to wear? There's none. There's a mantle that come when you put the tweet on. It's like respect. You know, prior to the tweet, it's like ah, that's Tim. Put the tweet on, it's like ooh. That's I Professor wish I could say that that's how it was when I wore it in the classroom, but for <clears throat> some reason, mm. it didn't quite command that authority. Do you? Um, <laughs> how would you handle? Let's say Bonnie and I were your students uh, in your class. How do you think you you could deal with that? I don't think I could. Okay, perfect. Um, and then, and then the second reason YouTube worthy is Bonnie. Now people ask why, why comments about her hair? I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the process. I'm fascinated by the art and the science. I'm fascinated by the amount of product that is spent. I'm sure. I don't know. Is that true? 
I, I said to Sarah the other day, I think I've found my products oh, oh, that work. And oh, he yeah? goes, oh, good. So we can stop buying all the products to try them out. Oh, boy. <laughs> I said, yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Bonnie, so, Bonnie, describe your hair right now. It's just in a top, uh, top knot. Top knot. Top mm-hmm. knot. So, Bonnie... Um, I don't know what the Apostle Paul would think of this because your ears are exposed Ooh. and I don't know. But my tattoo's covered up. True. So ah, we're one for two. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I've literally worn the same outfit all week. I so know. What in the it's world? maybe, maybe a little smelly, but um, enough, enough hair and wardrobe nonsense. We've got some business to get to. Do you want to talk about the weather? Uh, yeah, gosh, you know we what? haven't what? touched that today. Because <laughs> well, I'm in Southern California. <laughs> and it's what weather is there? Sunny and, and with here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, I mean, if you don't live in the Midwest, you don't understand. Like, it, it'll be 83, and then the next day it'll be like in the 40s. I mean, it. Ju- I mean, it's just weird. And so you actually have to pay attention to weather because you. You mm-hmm. wear certain clothes. So do I? So do I was you know. <laughs> you suck. Okay. Well, all right. Fair point. I wish I could Fair say point. that was scripted. I don't know. All right. That's, that was so good. Speaking of scripted, <clears throat> Bonnie. What's up? I don't know. What do you got for okay, us? Okay, I have an email. Another mini episode, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This is, I I'm, think, our, uh, yeah, we've had, we've done several. Yeah. <laughs> We've done this is our several. Well, I didn't know if we, were, if we were going to do them in order. I don't think so. So I was like, I didn't want to name the number. That's true. Because that's listen, that's how professional we are. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm thinking that far ahead, a split second, and I'm <laughs> thinking a split second behind. Yep. All right, go for it, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say the name of this person okay. because it is um, personal, okay. and I don't want her. She didn't sign it. Okay. You know what I mean? Understood. Okay. I never thought I would be writing, but here I am. I love listening to your podcasts. I find it so raw, open, and honest. I have questions in regards to body image. Mm. This is a woman, by the way. Mm. Um, It is not talked much about in the church, and it seems to be a very quiet topic. Mm. I have struggled with body image since before I was a teen. My parents and pastors have in ways attributed to it by making comments about my body that lead me to believe I was not enough. I don't think I can get through this one. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, I have went through crazy... I did not write this one in, though, even though I'm crying like I did. Um, I have went through crazy dieting, was on the verge of anorexia, and over-exercising to failure to attain the, quote, body. I am 26 years old. I am still struggling and still haven't attained that body. I had a period of infertility, which may have been because of being underweight and mentally sick. Today, I am a mom of two toddlers, and I'm still living in slavery to body image. Hmm. I'm tracking every bit of food and exercising eight hours a week. I want to find balance and healing, but I don't know where to start. I feel the spirit calling me to freedom, but I am afraid to let it go. If there are any resources or passages you can refer me to, I would greatly appreciate it. Wow. Bonnie, this, I mean, do you want to share a little bit about yeah. Uh, you? Yeah. Um, I had a same journey um, 
of body image. I don't recall it ever being a pastor or a parent. So I'm that so adds a whole layer. it adds a different layer, and I'm that makes that makes me so sad. Um, but in society in general, I always really felt the pressure of it, mm. and I too exercised like maniac amounts and counted every morsel of food that went in my body and like to the point of um, having anxiety about eating. Mm. And um, it was a long process out of that, but um, it was really tough. I mean, that is so real. There's cultural images all around about what women Mm -hmm. are supposed to look like Mm -hmm. and what how we're supposed to present ourselves. And then there's double standards across the board. Like you have to be thin, but you can't be too thin. You have to be pretty, but you better not look too good. I mean, it's like, it's insane. Um, And I didn't get better because I finally like achieved what I wanted to. Oh, that's a big point. Right, so like I think that the lie is that if I just get there, all of this anxiety or all of this eating problems or all of these questions I have or insecurities I have, they'll fade away. And it's actually worse. It just compounds it worse because you get closer mm. and then you're like, if I could do that, what else could I, what else could I attain? Yeah. How far else could I go? And so, and the other thing people always told me was like, it's, it's control. You just want to control it, which actually didn't help the matter right. because then I was like, well, watch me control my control. <laughs> so it, it didn't help me in that way. Um, oh. but, um, I do think a few things I want to say. Number one, a pastor or a church that says comments about your body that makes you feel that way, that's what we call spiritual abuse. And you don't have to take that, and it's wrong. And you, It's usually fat pastors that are talking about body image. <laughs> body I mean, I'm image. just saying. I mean, it's a, it's, but it's a way to, um, to hold power. Mm, yeah. Because if somebody continually feels that they're not enough, then they will continually do what you want them to do. So I would be very aware of that and I would also talk to somebody about it. Um, So that's one layer. Um, But second of all, I saw and found my most help through therapy. Mm. Um, She was, my therapist was really able to connect me with what was out and why it was out, what was in balance, like where these thoughts came from and what I wanted to achieve and rewrite the story. Mm. Um, I Not to say that I'm like 100% fully healed. Most of the time I feel that way, but as with anything else, if you're stressed out or I actually now exercise, what used to be a weapon, um, now actually my doctor prescribed me to run for my anxiety about other things. So it's actually been really redeemed in other ways for yeah. me because yeah. it was, I used to run like 12 miles just like after school, like for whatever mm. reason. And mm. now I get to, it's fun and it's really life-giving. And so redemption is 100% possible is mm. what I want to say, but it takes really hard work. It takes outside voices um, and it takes patience and grace with yourself. I mean, I think probably from I can remember, this is like so sad because I have a daughter, so I think about this. I can remember being young, four or five, and we went into the Disney store and I tried on, um, who's that princess that wears the yellow? Oh, Belle. I said it like you guys would know. <laughs> oh, you might, it's Mazzy. It's <laughs> close behind. Belle, I tried on like a Belle outfit and it's yeah. like tight mm-hmm. or whatever and I remember standing in front of the mirror and crying because I thought I was fat 
At four. At four. Ugh. And I don't, like, my mom was always body positive. Like, it, that wasn't a part of our family, so I don't know where I picked it up. And a mm. lot of it is caught and not taught. Mm. But it was deep for me. So it took a lot. It took having children. It took going through some pain. It took, there was like so many things in my life alongside the therapy. And so I fully like believe and will be praying that that works itself out with your therapy as well. Like I just think that, I think you can't do it alone. I think you need somebody to help you walk you through that. Um, but I know that restoration is possible mm. because I've, I've been there. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> what I'm hearing you say is First, get out of those environments that yeah. are that add to the, th the the thinking. Yeah, well, and that add to the thinking. That's huge. Identify and exit those. Yeah. Um, then there are also some things that are probably triggering the thinking, and you don't necessarily know. Mm. You might be able to identify those, but that's a therapist can help you do that mm -hmm. too, because there are triggers. Like to this day, I used to. Um, put this certain gum in my mouth instead of eating. And I had the gum last week, no joke. And I was like, oh weird, this is the first time I've had the gum and it didn't trigger me. Mm. Like, so there's stuff and like it goes into your neural pathways and it literally like creates a habit. So you might mm -hmm. be being triggered by certain things, but to identify those and stay away from those for a while is a good idea. So what's healthy spirituality look like? How do you, so therapy of course. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what, how do you bring a spiritual emphasis or conversation or connection into something like this? Yeah. Um, gosh, that's a good question. It was so tied up for me as well as finding my worth as like a woman in ministry that that's kind of a, a different path. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think the things that helped the most was actually taking taking the image off the body, like take that off the table, put it over here for a minute, and let's talk about everything around the body and around the word. So having understanding like who I am and who I am in Jesus and what, not like what necessarily what he says about me, but mm -hmm. um, giving grace for myself was my biggest thing because you it's a shame spiral right so mm -hmm. you exercise eight hours that week and then you're bummed you did that and so then you're down on yourself and then you make a choice that is probably a trigger and then you're right back to where you started again so it's this odd shame so understanding a grace aspect is huge mm -hmm. um and then i also think identifying the difference of like what jesus says about women and what the world is saying and why those are vastly different things. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, thanks mm -hmm. for being so honest. Um, I would just encourage you, first of all, thank you and I applaud your courage for writing in and being so open. Um, I have had some experience with significant people in my life who've gone through similar things. And um, I can only imagine the fertile ground for people to say the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is this is one that's, I think, uh, difficult to, um, to enter into. 
you know, unless yeah. you've been there. Yeah. And I, I guess um, I would encourage you to follow up with us mm-hmm. um, in terms of what your thoughts are, but but also um, the Vox community is kind of a, a big sprawling thing, and and um, you know maybe there are some people out there who are aware of some resources that we we and don't. I'll, I'll send her a few like if I think of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. For perfect. Sure. But yeah, we just. Th- what we can't do is pastor people via podcast, right? I yeah. mean, it's just not this. There's no substitute for walking with somebody and talking mm-hmm. and and having their presence in your life. Um, but at the same time, like this is such a big deal, and, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd love to help however we can. Um, if, if I can add, just yeah, two kids, and mama too. If you haven't told your husband, you should definitely tell your husband, and like be truth about the extent of it. Because hmm. I think that's a huge thing. I think coming from my experience, it can be easy to convince yourself that your husband loves you or finds you attractive because you look a certain way. Hmm. So then, of course, also with all these weird messages that are being told that, like, if your husband cheats, it's your fault. Or he's seeing hmm. all these people in the world and you're at home, like, in your PJs with your toddlers. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, those have been told to me. Um oh. If that's what's happening, then of course you're not you're not going to stop exercising or whatever. Yeah, and like, yeah. as soon as I said to my husband, like, "Hey, this is a thing, and it's it's trapping me," he was like, "Oh my god!" Like he had no idea I had tied those two things because they were so far removed from him for him. Well, yeah. So yeah. sometimes I think we just assume a lot into the storyline. So I think your husband, um, and hopefully, would be a very sound board for you to go. Oh, okay, that's not right, and then be able to walk with you. Yeah. Timmy, want to add anything? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's so that's so brutal. We're sorry. Um, please let us know what else we can do. And and if any of you are listening, and uh, have other thoughts, um, we'd love to hear them. Yeah. And uh, anyway, um, I'm very grateful for the way in which our um, little community is willing to go, you know, to these kind of hard places. Because these are things, like she said, I mean, they're, they're rarely talked about. And yet, yeah. you know, it dominates. Um, as I listen to my sweet daughter's friends, I mean, that's the conversation, you yeah. know, and it's absolutely crazy. And, then, and there's nothing in my male experience that I can understand the pressure, mm-hmm. subtle or overt, yeah. to I mean it's 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 absolutely not I, I just don't like it's what's nuts is that the cultural demands mm-hmm. that are somehow picked up um, it's not nuts to deal with that I, it's just no. nuts that that you have, have to. to yeah yeah Agreed. oh my goodness and so um, and it actually piggybacks off that one the episode we did too about being a biblical woman Unfortunately, oh. in many churches, that gets really tied in. Well, yeah, you you, one of one of the one of the sure. well, yeah, you're sexually available to your husband yeah. all the time. Yeah, and like you, and part of that to is to look away that yeah. it continually is in his like what he wants. You're in or competition. His favor. Yes, exactly. Which which how how freaking awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. not only slanderous against. Um, the biblical teaching marriage about self-sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how ridiculous to give men that out mm-hmm. um, and to... And men, that automatic distrust. 
yeah. Like, well, why yeah. is it assumed that you're out like prattling? Right. I, don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. And to put the pressure on the women. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if anyone's going to be out, my marriage is justy. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, okay, I mean, I'm just I've saying. Yeah. I think everyone would understand. <laughs> no, but it is. It's real. So I do. Oh, yeah. dang it. All right. I, I'm sorry. Can I say one more thing? Of course. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes. If you do happen to go to another pastor or an elder board and they don't believe you, that doesn't mean what you're saying isn't true. Um, it means that to believe you would cause a big problem in the church, probably, but you don't have to stay there. About your body? Like if she goes there yeah, and yeah, says, yeah. Oh, okay. these comments he's making. Oh, got it, got making, it. Yes, yes. I hear it as this. Yeah. And they act like you're the problem, you're too sensitive, whatever it is. Right. You can walk away. That's not on you. Right. That's not your problem. Right. You're still right. Got it. Talk about things that need to be deconstructed. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and going back to one of the earlier minis, this is why we do what we do, mm -hmm. right? That, and it's not because we're all awesome. It's really not. I, I'm the biggest sinner in this room, literally. I'll take you to task. And on. nope, no way, man. No freaking way. Because um, you have tweed, bro. Yeah, so you can't. How can, how can that, task on that? If Jesus. <laughs> If Jesus were walking around today, he wouldn't have a robe on. He would wear a tweed <laughs> sport coat with elbow patches. All right, I concede. And probably corduroy pants with the knees worn out from praying so much. No. There, you go. there you go. But truthfully, it does speak earlier to what we're talking about when we are called those liberal co-hosts or whatever. It, that's also why it's important, and this is cheers to you, of like why to allow also a woman in the space. Absolutely. Because if she wrote this in, you'd be like, I don't know. Well, I have the opposite image. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not sure. But you know <laughs> so what I mean? I can't like, if we one. ignore that, and that's why it's so important in the church because yeah. she doesn't have anyone to talk to in her church. No, totally. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And that to me is even an argument just practically mm -hmm. for why women should be very visible. Yep. Yeah. Regardless of what you call them, I don't care, but they should be upfront, visible, pastoral presence yep. because of these sorts of, yeah. of things that are just, I mean, it's rampant. It's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say because 50% of your congregation is female, but it's probably it's probably more higher than that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, all right. Thank you for your vulnerability in writing in. And yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, we shall now um, close with the revelation of our um, code names. We now we're we're. Oh. We're hiring a Vox security team. We are not. And I said that Erie looked like my bodyguard. <laughs> and, and so we want to have just very quickly what our nicknames, if we had security, what our nicknames would be. All right. What would you name yourself? And then what would others name you? Okay. All right. So, oh, Bonnie, what two? would you? Two, what we would do, but what someone else yes, would follow. Yes, yes, I yes. Said I, want, I said mine would be Beyonce. And then you said you would call me Queen Bee. I would totally call you Queen Bee. <laughs> Maybe go. that's how we should do it. Is Andy Lara? We say what it would Queen be, and then you say what it should be. Well, that's what. Okay, that's what I thought I would set, was setting up there. Oh, I thought you were saying that we would say both. Oh no oh, no no! Sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. but yeah. I'm giving myself an out. All right, do it. All right, what would yours be? Jeremiah Johnson. Was a bullfrog? <laughs> no, Jeremiah Johnson was the Robert Redford movie. Go on. <laughs> you guys never saw Jeremiah Johnson? No. Well, like the one well, where he's out that, by himself. Now way you know out what it's the... like for me on this podcast. <laughs> Where's the crickets app? Yeah, exactly. Oh, hold on. Jeremiah hold on. Johnson. It's the one where he was out in the wilderness by himself for a long time. 
Um, oh, well, you guys. Oh. It's a wonderful film. Okay, so that would be your... Why would that be your... Um, I thought someone... I thought you said that earlier when we were talking about it. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. There, thank you. It's like seven minutes late. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Doesn't Okay. Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. It's uh, a killer name. No one will know who you're talking about, apparently. So I don't know we're super incognito. I know. Right. Why is that very incognito? They're Beyonce. Beyonce. Here. What? Exactly. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't no, no, decrease security. No, it deflects. It's like, let's look for her. Yes. Well, that's true. All right. What would you, what would you throw out for Timothy John over here? Mark Dwayne. <laughs> you don't know who Mark Twain is? I know who Mark Twain is. Oh my gosh. Uh, Why didn't you know what Samuel I changed Clemens? my mind? I, I changed my mind. Queen I B. want no, I want mine to be Hermani. You're to- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This game went nowhere <laughs> fast. Okay, what's yours? Because this is not your Patronus, okay? This I didn't say it was my Patronus. You've already said my nickname. Patronus. My security yeah, we established our Patronuses on the previous episode. Man, you're the confused dolphin. one here. Yeah, a dolphin. Yeah. What was mine? The, the Ohio <laughs> defensive line. <laughs> yes! Ohio State defensive oh. line. Okay. And what was yours again? Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. That's right. Okay. So you're, you would do Jeremiah Johnson. Um, I, would, I would shorten it to Grizz. Grizz. Just oh, Grizz. Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams, Grizzly Bear. I mean, that's where I'm kind of looking at, just yeah, yeah, yeah. going for the hair. Um, Queen Bee, and then and then I would dub myself Millennium Falcon, shortened to MF. Okay. Um, <laughs> that MF is on the move. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Unless you guys have a better one. Um, no, I think you're an MF. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I do. <laughs> All right, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to you. And in these days, may he give us peace. Thanks. I'm starting to get this nervous feeling that I think Tim's being kind. And what if he's actually All right, here being we're good. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you the same thing. You, you kind of did it pretty straight. Where I think there was a little bit of truth in there. Like you caught yourself halfway through. You're like, oh, I can't say that. But you started with it. Started confident. Straight rooted. All right, it's all you. All right, here we go. <laughs>